Welcome to the Christian Pure Podcast, where we empower you with practical tools to live a pure Christian life. Today, we are discussing sin. Sin is a concept that has been around since the beginning of time. We're all familiar with it, but it's rarely discussed in depth. To truly understand the power of sin, we must consider its immediate consequences and long-term effects on our spiritual lives. But what is sin? Is it a word defined by our society or by God? First, I will give you an overview of what sin is according to the Bible. Then, I'll explore its definition and provide scripture examples so you can better understand this powerful concept. If you enjoy this podcast, please support us at christianpure.com, donate. Your support helps spread the good news and God blesses givers. What is sin according to the Bible? The Bible tells us that sin is disobedience to God's commands, a transgression of His law, 1 John 3, 4. Sin can come in many forms, including thoughts, words, and deeds contrary to God's will. The Bible identifies several types of sin. Pride, elevating yourself above God, Proverbs 8.13, greed, having an excessive desire for material wealth, Ecclesiastes 5.10, idolatry, worshiping anyone or anything other than God, Exodus 23.5, sexual immorality, engaging in any sexual behavior outside of marriage between one man and one woman, Galatians 5.19.21, gluttony, overindulging in food or drink, Proverbs 23.21. The Bible contains stories about people who succumbed to sin and how their lives were affected. For example, Adam and Eve disobeyed God's commandment and ate the forbidden fruit. This led to their banishment from the Garden of Eden and its blessings. In another story, David commits adultery with Bathsheba, resulting in her husband's death. This brings judgment upon him and his household as punishment for his actions. It also serves as a warning to us to stay away from temptation and lead godly lives. We can also see examples of pride being punished in the Bible. For example, pride was seen as one of the most severe sins in biblical times, such as when Nebuchadnezzar became proud and was punished by having his kingdom taken away for seven years until he humbled himself before God again. It's important to remember that all sins are equal in God's eyes, Therefore, regardless of the type or magnitude of our transgressions, we must seek forgiveness from Him if we want His grace and mercy. We should also strive to avoid temptation by being accountable to each other and avoiding situations that could lead us into temptation. Sin is an offense against the Lord, intentional or unintentional, and has consequences for our lives. We tell God that we don't care about His laws and teachings when we sin. As a result, we are turning away from Him and instead choosing to go our own way. We also risk damaging our relationship with Him when we disobey Him. So if we want to lead lives pleasing to God, we mustn't strive only to avoid committing apparent sins like murder or theft, but also to consider our thoughts and attitudes if they go against His will in some way. The good news is that no matter how far you are from God, He loves you and wants to draw you near. He longs for us to turn back towards Him and accept His grace, mercy, forgiveness, and redemption through Jesus Christ, who paid the price for all our sins on the cross. How does sin affect us? First and foremost, sin can damage our relationships with God and others. 
If we are continually in the wrong and acting sinfully, we distance ourselves from the grace of God and potentially cause harm to those around us. This can be especially damaging if our actions have hurt someone else in any way. Secondly, sin tends to cause guilt. So even if you're unaware of your wrongdoing, the truth will eventually catch up, leaving you ashamed of your actions. And if we let this guilt linger for too long, it can begin to dominate our thoughts and feelings, leading to feelings of hopelessness and despair. Finally, sin can lead to spiritual death if not appropriately addressed. The Bible says that the wages of sin is death, Romans 6.23. This doesn't necessarily mean the physical end. Instead, it refers to spiritual death, losing faith in God or turning away from Him entirely due to one's sins or wrongdoings. Sin should be taken very seriously. It has real consequences that can affect us significantly, if not addressed with humility and repentance. We all need to recognize our wrongs and seek God's grace to avoid these adverse effects on ourselves and those around us. God understands our weaknesses and imperfections and still loves us despite them all. He gives us grace when we need it most, so don't ever feel ashamed or embarrassed about your mistakes. Turn to Him instead. He's ready and willing to help you get back on the right path no matter what you've done wrong. What is the consequence of sin? Firstly, there's a spiritual consequence. When we choose to sin, we choose to disobey God's laws. We become slaves to our desires rather than obeying His will. As a result, our relationship with Him becomes strained as we no longer align with His perfect plan for our lives. Secondly, there's an emotional consequence. Sin can lead us to worry or anxiety as guilt takes hold of our hearts and minds. It affects how we view ourselves and how we interact with others in our lives. If left unchecked, it can lead to depression or despair as the weight of this guilt begins to take its toll on our mental health. Thirdly, there's a physical consequence. God designed our bodies for good works, but when used ungodly, they can become unhealthy or even die prematurely due to sinful actions or thoughts. The Bible says that the wages of sin is death, Romans 6.23. Finally, although sin has these terrible consequences, there is also hope. God offers forgiveness through Jesus Christ for all who repent and turn away from their sins, 1 John 1.9. He loves us so much that He died on the cross for our sins so that we could be reconciled back into fellowship with Him once again, John 3.16. So if you find yourself struggling with the effects of your sins today, Know that you have a loving Father who will forgive you if you turn away from them and come back into right standing with Him. We all face temptation throughout our lives, but it's up to us as individuals to make the right choices and resist temptation. Doing this demonstrates that we understand the importance of living faithfully and obeying God and His Word. We can also look at examples from the Bible where people faced difficult situations but chose obedience instead of disobedience. These examples also inspire us. No matter what situation you're facing today, know that God is with you every step of the way. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He loves you too much for that. So have faith in Him and reach out when you need help or guidance. He will always be ready to help you get back on track and make wise decisions to live a life full of peace and joy. The Impact of Sin on Others Sin has a tremendous impact on others, not just us. Whether we like it or not, our sins can negatively affect those around us. We might think our sin is only between God and us, 
but that's not true. The Bible reminds us of this in Proverbs 14.34. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. When we sin, it affects all those around our families and us. Let's look at Bible examples showing how sin affects those close to us. In Genesis 4.8.9, Cain killed Abel after being jealous of his brother's offering to God. This tragic story illustrates how sin can lead to hatred, violence, and death. Not only did Abel suffer the consequences of his brother's wrong, but so did their parents, who had to mourn the loss of a son. In addition to physical violence, sin can also create relational pain. For example, the book of Genesis tells us about Joseph, whose brothers sold him into slavery out of jealousy. Despite Joseph's suffering at the hands of his family, he still chose to forgive them when they sought reconciliation. Genesis 50:20. This story shows us that even though sin may break relationships, forgiveness is always possible and can bring healing. We must know our words and actions have power over those around us. When we obey God's word rather than follow our desires, we set an example for others and honor him with our lives. Our commitment to living righteously will affect many people, whether they realize it. We must also be aware of how easily we can fall into the trap of sinful behavior so that we can guard against it in advance and protect ourselves from its consequences. The Bible encourages us to keep watch over ourselves lest we fall into temptation. Galatians 6.1 That means recognizing when something may lead us down the wrong path and avoiding it before it's too late. Awareness that our sin affects others is crucial in leading a life pleasing to God. We are called to love one another as Jesus loves us, John 13, 34. That means being mindful of how our actions may cause harm or pain to someone else, directly or indirectly. It also means taking responsibility for our actions and striving towards righteousness to contribute positively to society instead of bringing everyone down with our sinful behavior. The Role of Temptation in Sin it's no surprise that temptation is a significant factor in sin. Temptation has existed since the Garden of Eden and can be hard to resist. So let's look at the role of temptation in sin and how we can battle it. First, it's essential to understand what temptation is. It's an urge or desire to do something wrong or harmful, often with a promise of pleasure or reward. It's a natural part of life, but can lead us astray if we're not careful. When faced with temptations, there are several strategies for overcoming them. Acknowledge. Recognize when you're tempted and accept it as usual without judgment. Consider your triggers. Reflect on situations that may have triggered the temptation and how to manage them better next time. Find constructive outlets. Channel your energy into positive activities like exercise, prayer, reading, and art. Resist. Take steps to resist the temptation by redirecting your thoughts, reminding yourself why it is wrong, or asking for help from those around you. Be accountable. Seek out someone who will support you and hold you responsible as you strive to resist temptation. Have faith. Believe that God will provide strength and guidance during the struggle. He will never leave us alone. The Bible speaks of Jesus' own experience with temptation. We see him being tempted by Satan in the wilderness after he fasted for 40 days and nights. Matthew 4, 1-11 This story teaches us about Jesus' victory over temptation and his ability to rely on God during difficult testing times. 
We can also learn from this story how to resist temptation when faced with it ourselves. When faced with the urge to do something wrong or unwise, we must pray and ask God for strength and guidance. We should remember the words of Paul in 1 Corinthians 10.13, which says, No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. This means that whatever you face has been met by others before you, so don't give up hope. Instead, focus on standing firm against whatever challenge comes your way with faith in God's help. Temptation can be a powerful force in our lives, but with God's help, we can fight against it and make wise decisions instead of succumbing to sin. First, we must take responsibility for our actions by understanding what triggers us and actively resisting the temptations that arise in our lives. The Bible teaches us that all we need is faith, trust in Him, and He will provide the strength to overcome any challenge. How can we avoid sin? First, we should remain mindful of God's Word and live out His will daily. The Bible tells us that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, so we should seek to understand what God requires from us and strive to live accordingly. We must also pray regularly for strength and guidance in overcoming temptation. Second, we should take the time to nurture our spiritual life by spending quality time in prayer and meditating on Scripture. By engaging with God's Word daily, we can grow closer to Him and learn how to make wise decisions, decisions that are rooted in love and respect for others. Additionally, surrounding ourselves with firm believers who share our faith will help keep us accountable and provide support when needed. Third, staying focused on being humble before God and developing self-control over our actions, thoughts, and words is essential. When faced with difficult situations where sin may be present, we need to trust in His grace to guide us through it and remember that He offers forgiveness when we fall short. Moreover, learning from our mistakes will help us prevent repeating them. Finally, having faith that God is working all things together for good will give us hope when dealing with difficult situations or temptations that may arise along our journey here on earth. Knowing He is always there for us gives us peace during trials. Trusting His plan allows us to find joy even amidst struggles. These are just a few ways how believing in Him helps keep sin at bay. Here are five tips for avoiding sin. Remain mindful of God's Word. Nurture your spiritual life. Stay focused on humility and self-control. Trust in His grace and forgiveness. Have faith and trust in His plan. What is the biblical solution to sin? Friends, when it comes to the biblical solution to sin, I want us to look at what the Bible says. So let's return to the definition of sin, any act or thought that goes against God's will. We've all been guilty of this at some point in our lives, but it's not enough to recognize that we have sinned. We must also be willing to repent and seek forgiveness from God. The Bible tells us that if we confess our sins and turn away from them, He is faithful and forgives us, 1 John 1, 9. And when we do this, He promises to remember our sins no more, Hebrews 8, 12. In 2 Corinthians 7, 10, Paul writes, Godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation and leaves no regret. Therefore, we must be honest about our wrong choices and willing to change our behavior. Next, there's forgiveness. We need to forgive those who have wronged us and ask God for forgiveness for our sins. 1 John 1, 9 states, 
If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just and will forgive and purify us from all unrighteousness. Only through God's grace can we be freed from the guilt of our past mistakes. Finally, faith in Jesus Christ brings ultimate freedom from sin. Because of His death on the cross, Jesus paid the price for our sins so we could be reconciled with God. Romans 10, 9, 10 says, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. NIV. When we trust him as Lord, he sets us free from every form of bondage. We can break from sin through repentance, forgiveness, and faith in Jesus Christ. True transformation can only occur through this fantastic process of grace, no matter how dark a past may seem. What is the power of forgiveness? God's word tells us that when we turn away from our sins, He is faithful to forgive us. This means He doesn't hold our past mistakes against us. Instead, He gives us grace and mercy. Through Jesus' death on the cross, we can be made right with God and receive His gift of eternal life. Forgiveness isn't just something God offers us, it's also something we must extend to others. Don't feel bitter or resentful if someone has wronged or hurt you. Instead, let go of your anger and think about how you would want to be treated if the roles were reversed. Don't let the pain keep you stuck in the same place. Instead, practice compassion and forgive as God forgives you. The Bible teaches us that nothing can separate us from God's love, not our mistakes or failures. When we accept His forgiveness, we experience freedom from guilt and shame to focus on all the good things He has for us in this life. With a heart full of gratitude for His grace, may each of us live a life marked by love, joy, peace, and forgiveness. The Challenge of Overcoming Sin The challenge of overcoming sin is a daunting one. It requires us to look deeply and examine our innermost thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. We must recognize that we can make mistakes and that those mistakes can have a lasting impact on others. Fortunately, God has given us a way out of sin through His grace and mercy. Through prayer and repentance, we can turn away from wrongdoings and be restored to holiness. Here are five things you can do to help overcome the challenge of sin. 1. Pray for strength and guidance. Ask God to show you the path toward righteousness so you may live according to His will. 2. Spend time reading Scripture. The Bible provides a wealth of knowledge about God's character, ways of living, and promises for our lives when we submit to Him in obedience. 3. Surround yourself with godly influences. Seek out friends who share your faith in Jesus Christ and have committed to walking with Him daily in the Spirit. 4. Know your weaknesses. Take an honest look at areas where you have struggled with temptation or made poor choices so you may plan how to resist future temptations when they come your way. 5. Put into practice what you learn. Once you've identified areas where you need improvement, it's time to practice what you've learned. Take small steps each day towards living righteously in every area of your life. This will help make victory over sin much more attainable. It's not easy, but overcoming sin through the power of Christ working within us is possible. With God's help, we can strive daily towards becoming closer to Him and living holy lives that honor His name. Our battle against sin will never be fully won on this side of heaven, but through faithfulness, 
we can grow ever closer to victory until that day arrives. Frequently Asked Questions What spiritual practices can help us resist sin? The Bible provides many examples of how to resist the pull of sin. We see in the stories of Adam and Eve, David and Bathsheba and Jonah, that if we turn away from sin, we can find redemption and forgiveness. One way to stand firm against temptation is through prayer. Praying for strength and guidance will help us stay on the path of righteousness even when things become difficult. We must also be mindful of what we're thinking. Our thoughts have a powerful influence on our behavior. If we fill our minds with godly thoughts, it will be easier to make decisions that honor God instead of succumbing to temptation. Finally, understanding why it's crucial to resist sin is essential for staying strong in times of trial. When we know why something is wrong or harmful, it becomes easier to reject it in favor of what's right and good. So as you seek spiritual growth and development, remember that God's love can help you overcome any struggle or temptation you may face. Is it possible to be completely free of sin? First, the Bible tells us that we are all sinful and that no one is without sin. We cannot escape it, no matter how hard we try. However, even though we are all sinners, there are ways to turn away from sin and strive for holiness. Here are four points to keep in mind. One, we must confess our sins to God and ask for forgiveness. Two, we must repent turning away from our old sinful habits and instead choosing the path of righteousness. Three, we must seek out accountability partners who can help us stay focused on living a life of holiness. Four, we must continue reading the word of God so that we remember what is right and wrong according to his will. Ultimately, being completely free from sin is not something we can achieve on our own. We need the help of God's grace and mercy every step of the way so that we may remain faithful to him. The Bible encourages us to work out our salvation with fear and trembling, Philippians 2.12. This means that although there is no way for us to be perfect, by relying on God's strength, we can still strive for holiness through faithfulness and obedience. It's clear then that although it isn't possible for any human being to be completely free from sin, with God's help, we can still strive towards righteousness every day as his children. With his loving guidance, prayerful reflection, and sincere repentance, we can develop healthier habits and deeper trust in him daily. Are there psychological benefits to confessing and repenting of sins? Confessing and repenting can help free us from the guilt and shame of our misdeeds. When we acknowledge our mistakes, we take responsibility for them. That can be a very empowering feeling. It can also help us view ourselves more positively, which can profoundly affect our mental health. Plus, when we take ownership of our actions, we can create a plan to move forward instead of getting stuck in the past and allowing our errors to define us. Another psychological benefit to confessing and repenting is that it helps create a sense of accountability. When admit what we've done wrong encourages us to behave better moving forward. This will lead to more positive relationships with others as well as higher self-esteem. And when we do something wrong again, because let's face it, it's going to happen, knowing that you have already taken steps towards repentance allows for easier forgiveness, both from yourself and any parties affected by your mistake. Finally, confessing and repenting help connect us with God 
or whatever higher power we believe in. As humans, living in a community is essential for our well-being. This includes spiritual community too. It can be incredibly humbling to open up about something you regret doing, but at the same time, it can bring immense relief when you feel like someone understands your situation and gives you unconditional love anyway. Being able to rely on this kind of support system can provide great comfort during difficult times. In short, confession and repentance are great tools that allow us to reconcile with ourselves and the divine beings in our lives, leaving us feeling less burdened by our past transgressions so that we may live more freely in the present moment. Please support us at ChristianPure.com donate. And now the conclusion of our frequently asked questions. Are all sins equal? According to Scripture, we know sin separates us from God and carries consequences. But are the consequences always the same? No, the severity of the punishment depends on several factors. Here are four ways to assess a sin's gravity. 1. The heart behind it. There will be different results if an action is done out of ignorance or malicious intent. 2. The potential impact. A minor offense often carries lesser consequences than one that could harm someone else. 3. The level of authority broken. Disobeying an earthly leader may not carry as much weight as disobeying God. 4. The extent of repentance. Genuinely repenting for our mistakes shows humility and sincerity before God, which can reduce any punishment we may receive. Making blanket statements about sin is difficult because every situation has unique circumstances. But ultimately, it comes down to whether we seek Him first in our lives and strive for holiness daily. If we do so faithfully and with love in our hearts for our Father above all else, He will show mercy when needed and grant us grace even in our darkest moments. So let us walk boldly towards His light and trust Him to guide us down paths of righteousness, no matter what lies ahead. How can we confess our sins? Confessing our sins is an act of humility, requiring us to admit that we do not have it all together. This can be a complex process, but it allows us to receive grace and mercy from the Lord. We can accept His forgiveness and love by taking responsibility for our actions. When confessing our sins, it's important to remember that God loves us unconditionally and will never turn away from us, no matter what we have done. He does not judge us harshly. Instead, He offers His loving kindness in return for our confession. Confession of our sins allows us to experience full redemption in Christ Jesus. We can live in joy and peace, knowing He has forgiven us of our wrongdoings. So let's allow Him into our hearts, so we may experience His forgiveness and grace today. How can I stay away from temptation? First and foremost, we must build a strong relationship with God. That means praying and reading His Word daily, connecting us to His Spirit and His will for our lives. When we're rooted in Him, He gives us the strength and courage to turn away from any temptations that come our way. Additionally, surrounding ourselves with people who share similar values is another great tool for avoiding temptation. Surrounding ourselves with people walking in faith will remind us of what's important and help us stay focused on pursuing God's plan. Finally, it's essential to take some time each day for self-reflection. Taking this time allows us to evaluate ourselves and ensure that we're still on the right path toward achieving our goals. It also helps us create boundaries within ourselves so that when temptations arise, 
we recognize them before they become too hard to resist. By maintaining a steady connection with God, surrounding ourselves with positive people, and taking moments for self-reflection, we can successfully avoid temptation and live a life full of joy and blessings. Conclusion In conclusion, sin is a complex topic debated throughout the centuries. Understanding what sin is and how it affects us spiritually is essential. Sin can be divided into categories, and although all sins are not equal, they all have consequences and require repentance to be forgiven. The Bible defines sin as anything that goes against God's commandments and will. We must realize our shortcomings and confess them to move forward in our spiritual journey. Repentance is vital as it helps us turn away from our sinful behavior and restore our relationship with God. We must remember that God loves us unconditionally despite our mistakes. He wants us to live an abundant life full of joy and peace. Let us take comfort in knowing that through Jesus Christ, we can find the strength to fight temptation and live holy lives pleasing God. This concludes this week's podcast. Thanks for listening until the end. Did y'all know that only 10% of churchgoers regularly give back to the church? Yet they are the ones that receive the outsized rewards. Will you be one of the 10% or one of the 90%? This ministry is supported by regular believers just like you. If this podcast added value to your life, please head to christianpure.com donate to give as little as $1. God bless you and see you soon.